Good morning, brothers and sisters. Welcome back to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started and let's get the devil off our back, right? (laughs) I have so much to say this morning. I don't even know where to begin. But I'm going to dedicate today's podcast to Hildred. Uh, She's a good friend and she just recently complimented me on the show. She calls it a show and I of course call it my time spent with God and with you and with her because she listens too. So thank you for the compliment. Uh, Hildred, keep listening. God loves you. God bless you. You have so many gifts. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, Amen. Let us pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. And now from a spectacle of glory, I thought this was a special little story. There was a large conference uh, for pastors that was going on in the Philippines. And the band that was playing was a band of blind musicians. And while they were playing a monsoon of rain fell inside and there was a loud crash of thunder and the entire conference hall went dark. Unfazed, the musicians, they didn't skip a beat even though it was pitch black. When the song was done, what really turned up the wattage on the praise that night was the fact that they had played in the dark. Interesting. The same is true when we live for God and we keep our spirits high, listeners, even through the dark times. People expect us to be positive and faith-filled when everything goes our way. But when the lights falter, and the music of our lives keeps flowing, the intensity of praise to God goes up several decibels. So we are to keep playing the music. Father in heaven, I pray that my song of thanksgiving won't falter when the sky clouds over with troubles and pain. How ironic that the times I least feel like demonstrating faith are the very times that demonstration will be most powerful. I do want to be that city on the hill that Jesus spoke of. I want to praise and I want it to glow in the dark.
some people imagine the menial mundane tasks don't rate very high in the Lord's service. And this is from a spectacle of glory. Whether it is cleaning up the church kitchen, your own kitchen, or changing oil on an elderly person's car, no task undertaken for the Lord is ever commonplace, undervalued, or wasted. Today's scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 58 says, Always give yourselves fully to the work of the Lord. Your labor in the Lord is not in vain. So in other words, what you do for God, desiring to please Him and serve His people, absolutely counts. It makes a difference, listeners. Not only here and now, but on the other side in eternity. Angels observe our determination. They observe our sacrifice and the hours that we invest in his work. One thing is for certain, God himself also sees and takes note. And what you do for him today may be far greater and have bigger implications than you could ever begin to imagine. Pray with me. Clasp your hands together and gaze up to the heavens. Lord, how good it is to remember that nothing escapes your notice. Every task I've ever attempted for you, every time I worked through my pain, every time I set aside something I wanted in order to do what you wanted, has been recorded in heaven. I may feel many things in my life, but I should never, ever feel overlooked by you. Amen. Nice words. Nice words. Now, Job, in chapter 16, looks up through a fog of grief and pain and sees something in a flash of spiritual insight. And he cries out, Even now my witness is in heaven, my advocate is on high, my intercessor is my friend. On behalf of a man, he pleads with God as one pleads for a friend. I love those two words, even now. Whatever your life situation is at this moment, even now, you have a witness, an advocate, an intercessor, and a friend in heaven making the case for you before the Father. That friend is Jesus himself, the Son of God, and creator of all. Whatever your circumstance, whatever the doctor's prognosis, whatever level of pain, whatever your bank balance, whatever your earthly trouble, you have a mighty witness in heaven who is completely 
tuned into your situation and prays for you. Pray with me. Even now, Lord, I don't have to wait in line for your attention. I don't have to earn your notice. I don't have to work for your favor or cry out endlessly for your mercy. Even now, you are my advocate, pleading with God the Father on my behalf. As I best know how, I will rest in your love today and trust you to do what is best for me. Thank you, Jesus. Listeners, have you ever seen a fellow believer fall into deep sin and thought to yourself, I would never do that? Maybe a prominent Christian has made the news for embezzling funds, for abandoning his or her wedding vows, or even a worse crime. When you hear the news, you shake your head and you say, how could someone do such a thing? Well, today's scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12 says that we are good counsel for all of us when we imagine ourselves to be above certain sins. If you think you are standing firm, be careful that you don't fall. In other words, don't be proud or smug when others sin because you are not as strong, courageous, and godly as you think you are. Consider Noah who stood firm in a land filled with sin only to become drunk and disgraced in his own tent. Your greatest temptation doesn't come when you feel weak and vulnerable, but rather when you feel strong, devoted, and above the fray. Pray with me, Father. I know I've done this. I've seen brothers and sisters stumble. I have shaken my head, and I have thought to myself, how could they? But you know the truth, God? You know that sometimes I've avoided sin not because I'm more devout, but because I lacked opportunity. Father, I admit my weaknesses today, and I want to be strong in you, not myself. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back. Amen. You know, I'm titling today's podcast, Rebukes Are Real, because they are. Just think about it. Think about how most of us, we may go to our mother and ask for advice. We definitely go to friends and ask them for advice. We may seek counsel from a professional. 
and ask for their advice. But oh my God, listeners, what if we only went to God and asked for his advice? The one that is in control of everything. The one that knows all, does all, cures all, fixes all, is all. What if we went to God and got his advice directly? How awesome our lives would be. So when I say rebukes are real, that is when you are in relationship with God and in the middle of something or right before doing something, you get a rebuke. A rebuke could be a headache, a stomach ache, a phone call, loss of keys. I mean, I'm just saying the things that show up in my life. Rebuke gives us pause, throws us off our game for a minute, but I believe it is there to get our attention. Going forward, listeners, I want you to look for and respond to the rebukes in life. So I would like to say I have a great relationship with God right now and it is growing and I want it to grow and I want it to get better and it is up to me. But I want to say this, I had a couple of rebukes yesterday and I didn't realize it was a direct rebuke until a little bit later when God said to me, hey, I gave you a rebuke. I gave you a pause. I gave you a way out. I was trying to slow you down so that you could rethink your steps. It was an out-of-body experience for me. Because at that moment when God was talking to me, I said, wow. He sure did send me rebukes. And I ignored them. Interesting. Look for the rebukes. Pay attention. And react accordingly. You can be sure going forward, when I get a rebuke, I'm shutting it down. I'm going to sit down and I'm going to immediately ask God, yes, you want my attention? What am I doing wrong? What am I about to do wrong? What do you want to say? And most of the time, he's going to say, You didn't ask me first. You didn't confer with me. You didn't place it at my foot so I could handle it. Amen.
I am so much wiser today, listeners. Having relationship with God makes you wise. Reading the Bible gives you wisdom. And speaking of which, let's do our Proverbs for today. Proverbs 28. The wicked run away when no one is chasing them, but the godly are as bold as lions. When there is moral rot within a nation, its government topples easily. But wise and knowledgeable leaders will bring stability. A poor person who oppresses the poor is like a pounding rain that destroys the crops. To reject the law is to praise the wicked. To obey the law is to fight them. Evil people don't understand justice, but those who follow the Lord understand completely. Better to be poor and honest than to be dishonest and rich. Young people who obey the law are wise. Those with wild friends bring shame to their parents. Income from charging high interest rates will end up in the pocket of someone who is kind to the poor. God detests the prayers of a person who ignores the law. And those who lead good people along an evil path will fall into their own trap. But the honest will inherit good things. Rich people may think they are wise, but a poor person with discernment can see right through them. When the godly succeed, everyone is glad. When the wicked take charge, people go into hiding. People who conceal their sins will not prosper, but if they confess and turn from them, they will receive mercy. Blessed are those who fear to do wrong, but the stubborn are headed for serious trouble. A wicked ruler is as dangerous to the poor as a roaring lion or an attacking bear. A ruler with no understanding will oppress his people, but one who hates corruption will have a long life. A murderer's tormented conscience will drive him to the grave. Don't protect him. The blameless will be rescued from harm, but the crooked will be suddenly destroyed. A hard worker has plenty of food, but a person who chases fantasies ends up in poverty. The trustworthy person will get a rich reward, but a person who wants quick riches will get into trouble. Showing partiality is never good, yet some will do wrong for a mere piece of bread. Greedy people try to get rich quick, 
but they don't realize that they're headed for poverty. In the end, people appreciate honest criticism far more than flattery. Anyone who steals from his father and mother and says, what's wrong with that, is no better than a murderer. Greed causes fighting and trusting the Lord leads to prosperity. Those who trust their own insight are foolish, but anyone who walks in wisdom is safe. Whoever gives to the poor will lack nothing, but those who close their eyes to poverty will be cursed. Mm. When the wicked take charge, people go into hiding. When the wicked meet disaster, the godly flourish. Amen. Stay right there. We'll be right back. We're going to hear directly from Jesus. I love the whispering in my ear. Stay right there. This is Jesus talking from the book. He whispers your name. You pray it and I hear it. The cry for deliverance from all that is evil. It's a battle cry that awakens every angel in heaven for the war that must be waged for your soul. When you don't know what to do, when evil surrounds you and the darkness closes in, Remember to look up when you're down. At times, I want you to walk into the battle. You will be surrounded by an army of angels that will guide you and protect you. But at other times, I will simply deliver you. I will rescue you and pull you out from the war that rages. Your faith is critical in giving you patience to receive my battle plan. You'll often have to wait for guidance and often longer than you'd like. With each and every spiritual battle you face, there is a purpose in it and victory that I will bring from it. But your trust in me is key. I will deliver you through your faith. Cry out to me and I will answer you. There is nothing to fear. I am always with you. Wait expectantly. Be on watch, on guard, and know that you can rest under the shadows of my wings. Matthew chapter 6 verse 13 says deliver us from evil and from pray more talking about a fear of being vulnerable. Genesis chapter 3 verse 10. So he said, I heard your voice in the garden 
and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Adam and Eve lost their innocence when they disobeyed God's only commandment to them. And this left them vulnerable to new dangers in their environment, dangers that did not exist before their sin transformed the world. God used animal skins to protect them from exposure. A sacrificial lamb was the only way out of their predicament. And this pointed to our Father's ultimate solution of covering our sin with the blood of the lamb. Worldly circumstances thrust us into uncertainty every day, listeners. Alone in a stalled vehicle on a deserted road, a loved one in crises, various news reports that make us feel weak and helpless. Well, unlike Adam and Eve, we are not naked. We are covered by his blood. Jesus Christ died for our sins and will always be with us. So let us call upon him to come to our aid. Gracious Lord, thank you for your constant presence in our lives. Even when we feel alone, help us to remember that you are here. Amen. I love that, being vulnerable. Yesterday I did some acts of kindness, listeners, and today I can't wait to go outside and see where God guides me. And I'm going to be ready, and I'm going to have my wallet, and I'm going to have my car, my arms and my legs, and wherever God wants to use me today, I'm going to just submit and let him. And I have the attitude of I can't wait to see where God guides me today. Thank you for coming to pray with me. It's a daily podcast. And the secret is, those of us listening to the podcast are in close, intimate relationship with God. You've been chosen. If you're listening, you were chosen. See you tomorrow. Bye for now. To make a financial contribution to this podcast, please go to anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten, 
forward slash support. Don't forget us. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Webcasts, a couple other platforms. I'm getting ready to check out a new one called Hallow and see how that works. But anyway, give us a support if you can. Jesus thanks you. I thank you. Bye for now.